How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard puts it in front. Carter, score! some swagger. Push come to shove, we're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thanks Bud Postgame podcast for the playoffs. Kings lose and therefore do not have a Stanley Cup. I want to start by asking you, Diane, what are you doing uh, Friday the 13th? Uh, crying, I assume, or potentially trying to just like stand in the middle of LA Live just willing the Kings to win. Does that work? <laughs> I don't know if anyone else else has tried that just willing them to win the cup. Well, I would think that a lot of people were trying to will them to win it tonight and then they couldn't do it. So, uh, who knows what works with this team? This is a team that continues to prove that they just don't know how to let themselves have the nice things. Because how, do you know what would have been nice for them and everyone else? The wonderful anniversary present of getting a second cup. Like, yeah. That's quite possibly the best anniversary gift ever. And did they get it tonight? Of course no. not. All of that champagne not popped. So I hope they I hope um, they just put that champagne right on the plane so they have to stare at it. And they're like, look at all this champagne you don't get to drink. It, it makes me upset. So the Kings are, just to... I make sure we're all aware of where they stand as a franchise. With Daryl Sutter as coach, the Kings are now nine and eight in clinching games. So they're not real good at it. So I guess you can't be surprised in that way, but hopefully they don't do the thing that I really, 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 really hope they don't do and allow this series to again go to seven games. I like, I cannot abide by that. Like, I just cannot. No one, no one allow this to happen, please. I don't know if I could, ha- like, I thought that the Blackhawks series was bad enough in terms of just, like, I cannot believe that this is going to seven games and this might actually be the death of me, but a seven-game Stanley Cup final might actually be the death of me. And yet part of me kind of thinks that's where we're headed. I, I mean, but that's just, you know, the nature of being a fan. You always, like, expect the worst possible outcome. And now I'm thinking that that comment I made that was like a joke offhand early in the playoffs is going to bite me in the ass in every possible way. The Kings, like despite this though, which I don't know if it makes it worse or better, is that the Kings actually played for the most part really well tonight. They just couldn't finish. It was also, I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to say luck or bounces or anything like that, but we all saw that dumb little snow pile. Okay, I don't think it's fair. Like, Southern California doesn't get a ton of snow. We don't get, we don't have that power in our arsenal, but apparently New York has the power to just create little, like, snow piles to stop the Kings from winning. (laughs) Eirik Lundqvist, very good at goaltending, and also the most creative goaltender with his snow pile action. Who saw that coming? Especially with how many shots the Kings were peppering at Henrik Lundqvist. Like, I don't know when he found the time to make snowmen behind him. He's just too good. And that's why he's the king. Uh, but yeah, like, honestly, like, Puck Luck it was said a lot on the broadcast tonight. It's been said a lot over the last few days. I honestly do not give 
a shit about puck luck. Because even if you're like, though, there were two pucks on the line for the Kings that could have been goals and they didn't go in. They outshot the Rangers 41 to 19. How about any of those other 40 shots that didn't go in? Talk to me about that. I don't care about two pucks that were on the goal line. I think, you know, Lundqvist played great tonight, and he's great in elimination games. Um, His record, apparently, uh, Dan Rosen tweeted this out. He's now 8-0 and zero in elimination games at MSG with a safe percentage of 968. So the dude is pretty good with his back against the wall in his own building. The Kings couldn't find enough to break that record for him. So now they come back to Los Angeles. One person that was really giving it his all was Tanner Pearson, and I was impressed oh, as so all good. get out by him. Um, like once again, him just kind of like burning a bunch of the Rangers with his speed, just like his app, his just like will to shoot pucks at the net. I I don't know how many shots did he end up with at the end of the night? He had eight shots on goal. He was on ice at five on five for 14 shots for the Kings and only one shot on goal against. Okay, so Tanner Pearson was and is, continues to be, and hopefully will continue to be in the future, amazing. Yeah, he was great. He was absolutely good. Also, of his eight shots on goal, five of them were scoring chances. So was not only was he there and making an impact, but in a quality, quality way. He was the best possession player on the ice tonight as well. Two people who were just under him were Andre Kopitar and Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli was also someone who did. He didn't have nearly as many shots on goal, but uh, at 5-on-5, he was on the ice for 15 shots and only two against. So that line, Jeff Carter and those two rookies, back again. And also Kopitar had his strongest game. So yeah, the top two lines really brought it for the Kings. Yeah, Jeff Carter also was amazing. Uh, but kind of bummed that he never got a stick on that first goal. Because he was so close and just could not get that, like, you know, two inches that it needed to get pushed over the line. Um, And then, of course, he just kind of breezed past, uh, I think, Girardi, who was just terrible. He was just terrible this game. Um, Who breezed past Girardi for, like, a scoring chance, but Lundqvist stopped it. And there are times when he has to, like, battle for puck possession. And it happens in other games, too, where he just, like, seems to be a one-man show. Like, he kind of does what Dowdy does, which is just to, like, take the puck and just skate all around everyone else on the ice. Um, So, yeah, Carter was working hard as well, and that was great to see. But unfortunately, none of that uh, became a goal. Yeah, I think, I mean, I have to say, like, the same for both lines. Like, I've talked a little bit about Carter and how his defensive game has developed and also how I think how he's, like, reasserted himself as a quality center um, and who can be really useful in that position for the Kings. Someone else who did really well tonight on the ice I thought was Dustin Brown. Like, Dustin Brown was also someone who seemed determined to end this series tonight. And he was the one person who actually scored a goal. And let's let's talk about how great this goal was, because it was pretty fantastic. So once again, like we said, Dan Girardi not having a great game or really a great series, let's be honest. And it's a Dustin Brown breakaway, essentially. And he, like, all-stars his way around Henrik Lundqvist and beats him with, like, 10 deeks. 
It was Shades of 2012 Dustin Brown, and I'm actually kind of upset that it was technically not a shorthanded goal because that's what it was. It was totally that kind of play. And he scored multiple goals that way in 2012, and it was awesome to see him step up and have that work out for him tonight. I hope now, obviously, that he can bring that kind of hustle and have that scoring touch again in the next game because, yeah, that was awesome. I loved that goal, everything about it. Um, and, like, beyond just that goal, he had a bunch of other chances as well. And just like Carter, you know, working hard for the puck, he was definitely someone who was just straight hustling for the Kings um, so that they could win this game, but unfortunately to no avail. Let's talk about the very end of the game. Just because I feel like if there is anything, well, I guess a couple things. If if you're going to criticize the Kings at all for anything tonight, it's probably like, you know, the amount of penalties they took, uh, because they took a lot again. And one of them, the first one, turned into a goal against Willie Mitchell, again, f- with the first two penalties for the Kings in the game. So get your stick together. But the end of the game, I thought, was really interesting because the Kings, of course, now they're trying to fire as much as possible. But Sutter doesn't pull quick until two, like less than two minutes left. Why? Why wait that long? The end of the period, uh, the end of the third period was infuriating to me for that reason. I mean, you don't have to go full Patrick Waugh and like pull him like an hour before, you know, the period ends or anything like that. But, you know, give, give them some time. Um, and also when it's like a minute left and you see, and I see like Kyle Clifford on the ice, I don't feel great about it. For me, it's it's like, yeah, he put the fourth line on the ice, but it's like weirdly of those guys, those fourth line guys, Kyle Clifford is actually strangely the person who is most likely to get you a goal in this particular series. But like Trevor Lewis, why? Why is he there? He can't score right now. But like even then, it's like, look at how everyone else is playing. Like why were like, couldn't the first and second line just be like, all right, we got this. Let's tag team this last bit, you know, and give it all our all because they were obviously amazing and great during this game um and i think probably probably would have given the kings the best chance to actually tie it up but no i saw i think it was shift chart the who i don't know who runs that account but whoever does the person behind it tweeted out that maybe it was Sutter's way of trying to, you know, put those guys out in a big moment, get their confidence going, especially having a series lead. It's all right to be risky. And I'm like, no, I hope that was not the thinking because to me, that's stupid. Why don't you just focus on maybe ending the series? That seems like it should be the number one priority to me. Do you know what gives people a lot of confidence? Raising the Stanley Cup. Winning a Stanley Cup. (laughs) That's what you go for. Yeah. So I don't understand the choices at the end of the game. Not that it mattered, because again, they had the rest of the night to try to figure this out and were unable to, even though after Dustin Brown's goal, the Kings outshot the Rangers 26-3. to So for the Rangers, with the exception of Lundqvist, like, you're in an elimination game, you gotta come harder. Yeah, but the Kings really did a, a really good job of, you know, putting a lot of pressure. I think, how many face-offs did they end up winning? I don't know how many they ended up winning, but I do know that 33 of them were in the Rangers' zone. Well, see, that's great. So, face-off wins. The Kings won 41 to the New York Rangers' 24. That's crazy. Yeah, and there were 33 face-offs in the Rangers' zone, and then 32 in the neutral zone and the Kings' zone combined. 
yeah, that's that's nuts. So they gave themselves plenty of chances, but just weren't able to do that. And uh, and for the record, that the first goal that we were talking about wasn't actually a power play goal. Oh, right. It came right after. It came right after, which I, because at the time I was pretty gleeful about it because that means that the Rangers power play is still terrible. And that <laughs> that just brings me pleasure. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I'm I'm taking what I can from this game, all right? <laughs> so anyway, are you ready for the series to go seven games? You shut your mouth. <laughs> you, d- how dare you? This is like when Andre Kopitar was like, yeah, if it takes seven games, I'll play seven games, blah, 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 whatever. Why do you tempt the world like this? <laughs> Why do it's you want me, yourself to be unhappy? I'm just trying to prepare myself for the inevitable because that's how this team operates. I no, please, Kings, do it for me. Do it for everyone else who has a heart condition. Do not let this go for seven games because that is like that's literal agony. I don't want it to go seven games because then it would mean that they had another three game losing streak, and I don't want to see that again in these playoffs. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. And also, just know that if you do make this go to seven games, you are creating a hostile work environment for everyone. <laughs> I am a monster. For everyone, everywhere, a hostile work environment. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Kings played really well tonight for the most part. They could totally close it out next game. They had the chance to close it out tonight, and... It's up to them to figure out how to get it done. I mean, because now the thing that they're up against is, like, even though Lundqvist's record isn't perfect um, when away in elimination games, obviously, he still is probably going to be really good. Like, his numbers are great in elimination situations. So the Kings have to figure out how to score some greasy goals, probably. Get back to that. And I hope they do. And, like, as, you know, as much as I'm, like, wailing about this right now, they did play a pretty good game. So if they play kind of the same way, uh, you know, obviously with more goals preferably, um, come Friday, then I think they can, you know, pull it off. But I guess we'll see. Just end it. Win the Stanley Cup at Staples Center and have a celebration before Mike Richards gets bought out, which apparently is the news everywhere. Or, I mean, unless you're Darren Dreger, who says he's not getting bought out, but, like, for reasons that don't make sense. Everyone, like, <laughs> I love that the series isn't over, but, like, there are already trades that have happened, like, for sure in people's minds. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, and not even, and not even, like, trades regarding players from other teams, because, like, yeah, that's fine, whatever, but players on the teams that are currently playing. I, I That was like the funny thing to me at one point was seeing that Brad Richards had gotten moved down to the fourth line. So it was like Richards versus Richards for who is going to earn his buyout more, basically. The winner, of course, is Brad Richards. He was not good. Yeah, Brad Richards has been pretty uh, invisible during this entire series, actually. All right, let's keep this one a little shorter than the other one since it's a loss and who cares. Game five, do they close it out, or will we see game six? I think that the Kings will close it out on Friday, game five, Staples Center. They will raise the cup. It'll be great. I can stop this just sort of constant anxiety. Even though it is Friday the 13th and apparently a full moon. Um, That just means that Kyle Clifford is going to score a goal. (laughs) Um, Dwight I actually, King's moment. <laughs> Dwight King's moment. Everyone that's ter- – oh, my gosh. Trevor Lewis, game-winning goal. I hope so. That would be wonderful. 
Um, and actually, like in all honesty, 13 is like one of my favorite numbers. So I think that it's going to be a good sign and that it bodes well for the Kings. I hope so. I I weirdly can't. I don't I don't know if I can make a prediction. Like I honestly have no feelings about how I think the rest of the series is going to go other than to seven games to make me sad. Yeah, this is my prediction based on what I'm logically I'm like trying to help myself mentally. <laughs> but yes, I do believe that they can do it. I mean, I guess since I think the series is going to seven games, that means I think they'll lose, but I hope they don't. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong, too. I want to rub it in your face that you're wrong. I really, really hope I'm wrong. I would love for that to be, like, all in my face. Just streamers in my face. And I will wear them with pride and shame. Happy shame, though. So let's aim for that. Yes, everyone, let's aim to shame Chanel come Friday. (laughs) When streamers Uh, fall down from the sky. That would be a dream, please. Um, All right, everybody. That is all that we have for now, it is a kind of sad and frustrating game, but um, not bad overall. The Kings played well, so hopefully they can do that again, but manage the win this time. And until then, take care of yourselves, try not to stress out too much, and we'll talk to you after Friday's game. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.